Welcome to In The Loop, the Charlotte Area Chambers podcast, where we talk about everything Charlotte with area business and community leaders. Here are your hosts, Chamber Chief Operating Officer Michael Orzak and CEO of Chase Media, Diane Chase. Hi, everyone. I'm Michael, and welcome Diane, my co-host, and Becca. Thanks for joining us today on In The Loop. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much, Becca, for joining us today. We're really excited to have you here, but also excited for all the success you've had. It's just a great, great story. And I just want to jump in and and have you share some of this this amazing uh, professional and, and personal accomplishment uh, story that you have with our listeners on In The Loop. So maybe just start with, um, as we say, your origin story, your founding story for your business. Sure. Well, I'm pumped to be here and I'm very happy to be a part of the Charlotte area uh, chamber. I, it's been a, a blessing the last six months to connect in the organized meetings and also just follow along on your podcast and hear the little snack size podcast, as you say, conversations with other business people in the Charlotte area. Um, but hi, everyone. My name is Becca Jordan Wright. I live in Charlotte and I'm the founder and owner of Piedmont Pennies or bite-sized cheesy biscuit bites based on my grand Betty's recipe from Eastern North Carolina. So I like to say it's a modern kind of upgrade on the classic Southern cheese straw. If you've ever had a cheese straw before. Um, I grew up in Burlington in Alamance County. I went to UNC Chapel Hill, studied public health, worked at Deloitte Consulting, took the corporate route in Washington, D.C. for several years, came back to get my MBA in 2019. And during that time, COVID hit. And I did a lot of soul searching. And one silver lining of COVID was going back and making pennies and sending them to friends and family as a way to stay cheesing during a really uncertain time. So I got a lot of raving feedback and I needed an MBA class project for my entrepreneurship class. And I said, well, I'm going to launch cheese pennies. I'm going to brand it. I'm going to find a website, find a commercial kitchen, uh, make a website, make labels, and just let's just do it. Well, why not? So I had a virtual internship. And once that wrapped up in 2020, I I pursued pennies full time in September, we launched. So um, in about four months, we did over $30,000 in sales, just online, direct to consumer and through local penny pickups. And I said, okay, this could have legs, but I've got to commit my time to it and really continue to go full force. So I turned down a full-time opportunity to where I interned at Facebook and just continued to work on pennies and scale the team. We moved to Charlotte that December. Uh, My husband and I bought a house. He's from here. Um, And we moved back in the Charlotte hospitality food and beverage and food CPG scene has been extremely alive and supportive as we've scaled from a small restaurant kitchen in Chapel Hill to shared hourly commercial kitchen in Charlotte to now our own facility where we manufacture, bake and package and and, and ship out of. 
at the moment. So it's been a lot of fun. We're in 350 stores in 19 states, a lot in the Charlotte area, such as Reed's Fine Foods, Paper Skyscraper, Eliza D's, Carolina Bags, um, a lot of these great gourmet um, and gift partners. And right now the team is, it's the five of us. So it's five uh, all-female. Uh, we are cranking about for about four days a week we work and we're, we really prioritize flexibility um, for our team in whatever stage of life they are. And we just have a stay cheese and environment here and try not to take ourselves too seriously. Wow. 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 So how old is your company? Yes, we launched in 2020. So it'll be three years in September. And you have just gone from zero to 180 in such a short amount of time. It's just an incredible story. Did you start with a business plan or did did it start just organically? And then you're like, wow, um, kind of like the dog that caught the bumper. And it's like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> I love that analogy. And I love dogs. So this makes sense. Um, I actually, I drew a one page business plan, one page sketch of Piedmont pennies in a mason jar. Um, how would we describe them? What retailers would be our goal retailers to get in? At that time, it was like Southern Season, William Sonoma, some of these like big, you know, big names. Um, and that's how it started. I think business plans can be really intimidating to people that don't have a business background or don't know the industry they're moving into. So I said, how do I know what year one looks like, year two, year five, year 10? Um, so I just did the best I can with an idea and I just tried to build pennies to be extremely user-centered. So whatever customer feedback I'm getting, whatever feedback from my retailers, however I can make their experience better, it's going to lead to a better company and a a better product um, overall. So yeah, the one-page business plan 2016, I graduated from UNC undergrad, was going to Deloitte in DC. And when I was moving, I made pennies with my dad. Uh, We pinched pennies onto sheet pans. That was like the family tradition. And that's when I did that business plan. And my parents said, Good luck, Becca. Don't know how you're going to make all these pennies when we're literally pinching everyone by hand and can make 20 pounds in eight hours. And that's about it. Um, But I was like, there's got to be a way. There's got to be a way. So we figured it out along the way. So you did you develop a special machine or had someone create a machine to do this for you? Yeah, we did. We developed um, a special machine with a, a machinery company, a baking machine company. So there's there's a lot out there, but I feel like it was it was a year long process of us just trying to network with other people. And obviously, everyone's really proprietary with their equipment and their information as they should be. Um, so it was a lot of like going about that gracefully and doing a lot of subscribing to a lot of industry newsletters and things just for me to piece together who even I should should speak with about it. Wow, that's amazing. So did you um did you have a like the strategic marketing plan where you were able to just kind of get the word out there? Did you send free samples? And then um second question is, did you have investors or how did you fund your business? Great questions. All questions I would want to know of, uh, you know, myself, I was listening to podcasts just like this a few years ago. 
um, when I was getting started. So to your first question about strategic marketing, no, (laughs) I wish I would have taken more marketing classes in my MBA program, but a lot of them were more corporate focused where you have a set budget and, you know, you already have the brand awareness built, but as a brand new company, it looks a lot different. So my strategy was to really lean into my friends and family and word of mouth marketing. So I've given away a lot of free pennies over the last couple of years, um, because I know if people try them, they'll be penny pal for life, which is our term for loyal customers. We call them penny pals. So um, getting people to try them in that way and continuing to support those penny pals that have been there with us since day one, um, because they're just like the loudest brand ambassadors. And I'm trying to work on a better loyalty program for them and helping sure that they know how much they're so appreciative by me and then the rest of my team, because we wouldn't be here without them and then recommending pennies to other people and to stores, because that's really the best way to, to get into new retailers. And part two, your financing question. Um, I started with $500. I um, had some savings from my time at Deloitte and I was in, in the MBA program working as, as a TA. I went to Restaurant Depot with a friend of mine who owns a bagel shop in Chapel Hill called Brandwine's Bagels. And my my friend Alex, who started it during his MBA program and is a, a huge mentor of mine. Um, he took me to Restaurant Depot. I applied for my LLC because you have to actually be a business to, to shop at Restaurant Depot, fun fact. And um, that's where I started buying my first ingredients. And I did pre-orders. So for all those people that are afraid of funding your business, um, if you can get a website up and running or at least use social media and have people um, you know, paying you to your business, PayPal or Venmo, um, you can use that money to make your product. And thankfully, because I was making it in-house, I didn't have to, you know, ship off to China and get a special mold or have like a whole truckload um, um, or a whole carton full to get delivered to Charlotte. I was making them myself so I could really be tight on supply and demand uh, and only fund the, the POs we had. So cool. Do you have a target customer or is it just uh. anyone who loves deliciousness? <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think it is. You know, it's it's the the person who loves um, savory snacks. Honestly, gourmet premium products. I mean, we make them with artisan flour that's milled in Graham, North Carolina. Um, we've got uh, it's a woman owned uh, flour mill called Lindley Mills. Um, so we get our artisan flour fresh from there, delivered locally. And then we also have 100% real age sharp cheddar cheese, um, which a lot of companies now will do like a powdered or a natural flavor um, enriched formula. And for us, you know, we're, we're in here with the shredded cheese and making sure that it that you really get that homemade taste. Um, I think the target customer, I would say... even a larger retailer like a Williams-Sonoma or, you know, we're going to put that out in the world and we're going to manifest it, right? Um, uh, A a larger customer that, that, that their end customers are looking for that value, uniqueness, a story, and a company that's, you know, not going to ever compromise on quality. Um, you're going to pay more for it. It's, it's, it's high quality ingredients and, and a high quality uh, procedure leads to a high quality product. And so um, we really love people that love to host, love entertaining, love a glass of wine with little nibble, love charcuterie boards. Um, and, and really don't have the time to sit there and pinch their own pennies or make their own uh, cheese straws. So cool. Very exciting. Well, you've had such an incredible success story in such a short amount of time and really a lot of on the job training. Um, what would be three key pieces of advice you would give 
entrepreneurs and small business owners? I was just thinking about this, about how to summarize my last two and a half years of startup experience. If I could go back and and tell myself something, um, first would be, um, trust your gut. I think that there is something so powerful about our intuition, especially those people that have the entrepreneurial spirit it's called and are, and are pulled into the space. It's for a good reason. They have a gut that's leading them in this direction. So I would say, don't always be looking for the subject matter expert. You know, a lot of that can be found inside of you because knowledge plus experience equals wisdom. And I think that, you know, you can read as many books as you want, talk to as many people and absorb their knowledge. But until you get out there and try and get that experience, that's when you become wise. So it's sometimes it's just uh, one of my mentors said when I told her about my idea and had a fancy PowerPoint, she was like, I don't know how to say it better, Becca, but you just need to get in the kitchen. Like you just need to get in there and make them and figure it out along the way and stop worrying about what machinery you need or how much money you need to raise and just start working. And it'll become very apparent what your bottleneck is and where you need to throw your resources. So um, the the trust your gut. And then I would say um, work hard and be kind to others. Kindness and connection and helping other people along the way and um, staying extremely self-aware will get you really far. The amount of people that I've networked two years ago that have come back in some phase of my life, whether it's a corporate order that they need or they advocated for pennies in in an important magazine or... um, you know, want to connect their son or daughter to intern with us. I mean, it is just incredible. And so keep those connections alive. And that's something I learned a lot at Deloitte where we had to network to get onto projects and network with clients to, to win more work. And so, um, you know, there's something that can be really genuine in that it doesn't have to be salesy. It doesn't have to be transactional. It's just, you know, be a good human and, and look out for others. I love that. That's absolutely perfect. Doing well by doing good is one of my mantras, and it sounds love like that. yours is too. I love that. So what does success look like in two years for pennies and Becca? <laughs> I love that question. The last couple of weeks have been so operational and heads down uh, preparing for the third and fourth quarter. So I, I, love this, I love the strategy and the fun visionary things. Honestly, to me, it's it's a healthy work-life balance. And, you know, I could say X revenue projection, X number of stores, this and that, but that means nothing to me if I don't have time to spend with what fills my, the people that fill me up, like my, my husband, my dog. I don't have any children, but I hope to one day. Um, and my family. So my parents are getting older. Um, they still live in Burlington. I love to go back and spend time with them, with my my niece in Greensboro, my nephews in Denver, Colorado. And I just want to be that fun aunt and be around for them. But I know to get there, um, Penny's has to continue to thrive and to grow and to be um, sustainable. So I think the next couple of years are going to be focused on continuing to scale in a sustainable way that puts our, our, our Penny Pals first and our employee well-being first. And it's just... It's such a, a wonderful um, mission and, and purpose-based business that you have, Becca. So we appreciate you. Thank you so much for taking some time today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank you for uh, working for the Chamber because this is how I found out about a lot of businesses. And I really love the podcast. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for being on In The Loop. And we appreciate it. And I certainly enjoy feeding up. Piedmont pennies. Thank you. Thank you so much. And try the spicy Chipotle if you haven't already. Oh, that's calling my name. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> a little more Carolina kick of spice at the end. I'm all about it. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thanks, Becca. Thank you for joining us on In the Loop, the Charlotte Area Chamber weekly business and community podcast with your hosts, Michael Orzak and Diane Chase. If you'd like to be a sponsor, please contact us through our website, charlotteareachamber.com. Join us again next week for the latest scoop, In the Loop.